Today's guest is Teresa Flaherty, Managing Editor of HME News, who is recently back from MedTrade East. Teresa talks with us about what it was like to reconnect in Atlanta, the industry's home base, why supply chain constraints, not competitive bidding, are the industry's top concern, and how young blood and fresh ideas are reinvigorating HME. I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. Stay with us. This episode of HME News in 10 is sponsored by the HME Data Bank. The HME Data Bank has the data you need to make knowledgeable decisions and move your business in the right direction. Determine your market share and track your competitors with the most comprehensive database of Medicare statistics available. For more information and to subscribe, visit www.hmedatabank.com. Hey, Teresa. Thanks for being on hey. HB News in 10 again. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're becoming our uh, our road warrior. We interviewed you back in July when you attended MedTrade West, and now it's October, and we're interviewing you about MedTrade East. Absolutely. So, yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit. Let's start with the vibe at MedTrade East. What was it like? The vibe was positive, uh, just as it was at MedTrade West, which was the first industry event in person in almost two years. But being back in Atlanta, being at the Georgia World Congress Center, that's really home base for a lot of people. And I think that um, that was reflected in the, in the mood of attendees. Yeah, it did, like MedTrade West, it seemed like, uh, you know, people really enjoyed seeing each other again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Joel Mark sent me a, a photo of he and uh, two of his colleagues. I think he was pretty excited to be to see people again. So, yeah, nice to see that. So people were excited to be together. But what was their take on the industry right now and the challenges and opportunities? You know, all the good stuff that we've been writing about. The industry is always challenging. It always will be. Uh, the challenges are evolving. I think competitive bidding is much less of a concern right now. While folks are dealing still with the public health emergency and the supply chain, the supply chain issues that's been a that's been an ongoing story for us, and uh, it showed very much at the show. I talked to one provider; he was just trying to find stuff, equipment, just having a hard time getting things. People are still having a hard time with delivery delays. That was kind of the the big talk. But there's also a lot of opportunity in the industry, and people see that. There were some unfamiliar vendors there exhibiting. There were also just comments from attendees that I spoke to on the show floor. Uh, you know, some of the um, the old hats, if you will, talking about how they're seeing young blood with fresh ideas and fresh excitement and fresher ways of looking at things. And that's always a good sign that there are always people still getting into the industry that shows that there's there's opportunity there and people from outside are seeing it. Yeah, just to track back to the uh, supply chain issues, which obviously have been compounded by the by the Phillips recall. You had a good good anecdote, a good conversation with Jason Jones about why he was he was at the show around those two issues. What did he say? Jason Jones came ready to buy CPAP credit card in hand and just had no luck. You know, he met with it sounded like every CPAP company that was at the show and just. No luck. Nobody had anything to sell him because between the recall and the supply chain issues, there's just no equipment and there's nothing that anybody can do about it at this point. Yeah. So no signs, at least from the show, that any of those issues are easing at the moment. 
not at the moment. Yeah. And the backtrack on competitive bidding, I think, you know, the next round of competitive bidding, like you said, is sort of a bit of a tabled priority while the public health emergency keeps continuing and, and keeps extending. But there was some news at the show around the Demi Post proposed rule and some of the, the blended reimbursement rate sort of continuing that relief, right? Something broke at the show around that. Hours after the a home care update on Tuesday morning, the news came out. The, um, the rule had been sent over to the Office of Management and Budget for a score of some sort. So I think that's a, a sign that it's finally, finally moving forward. And that's always a good thing. Yeah, it's always great to to see some positive news like that break while the industry's uh, together at a show. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what did you? What did it sound like other than Jason Jones being on the hunt for CPAP devices with his credit card? What did you hear uh, attendees were hoping to accomplish at the show, and what were exhibitors hoping to accomplish at the show? You know, accomplishments for attendees. Right across the board, half of them were either networking or at least just seeing people in person. Quite a few were product shopping. I spoke to one provider who's made a big shift into retail, so he was looking strictly at retail products that he could bring back to his newly expanded showroom. Others were there for education and to to catch up on industry news. It was interesting to me, a few of the folks that I met with, they work for more niche industries, diabetic supplies or non-invasive ventilation, but they still come to the show just to see what's going on, even if it's not, you know, as geared towards their specific product niches. So I thought that was interesting. For the vendors, you know, obviously they want to see their folks in person. We're all kind of tired of phone calls and video calls. So they were there in person. It was interesting. Quite a few of them have not exhibited at a show in several years or if ever, and they were there solely. I mean, they were there to, you know, make connections, do business, but they were also there uh, with a booth just to sort of support MedTrade, support the show, and supporting the show is basically showing support for the industry. I know you talked to Jörg Schwab, the show director, about how they're trying to shake things up. Can you talk about some of the, the new things that were at the show and how they went over? Sure. Obviously, the the welcome reception is something that was that, uh, debuted at the, the show in Phoenix, but they brought it back again to Atlanta. That's where the show floor sort of opens, but it's kind of a cocktail hour for a couple of hours. Uh, what was a little bit different this time was they had a, they had a live band playing. I wasn't sure how that would go, but it was it was pretty fun actually. That's also another example of a vendor wanting to show its support for the show because BGM brought them along, kind of just as a the courtesy. It's not something we've ever done before. It wasn't a, a local band hired from Atlanta, so that was that was kind of fun. They've also implemented something brand new this year, kind of offering the, um, the MedTrade meetup. And it was sort of a platform that facilitated if you were an attendee and you wanted to connect, meet up with another attendee or an exhibitor or something like that. This platform facilitated that. York told me that through that platform, 110 face-to-face meetings were set up. So I thought that was a pretty, a pretty good number, okay. um, just a way to allow people to connect. Yeah, especially with the, the show being shorter, you know, condensed, it allows you to sometimes just use your time much more efficiently rather than wandering and helping to catch people at the booth. And I heard you got the scoop on a big development for next year's show. Oh, it made my day. We are moving from Exhibit Hall C to Exhibit Hall A. So that's going to save a half a, mile, a half a mile walk back and forth every day, which I think will be a time saver. Plus, if you're lugging a bunch of equipment or a laptop like I was, 
that's a pretty harsh walk. York Schwab also felt that the layout in Exhibit Hall C, uh, as you remember, Liz, it's kind of awkward. It's kind of all sprawled out, and it's just kind of hard to get quickly from one place to another. And he just thinks physically Exhibit Hall A is going to be a better fit for the show, for the size that is these days, and for what people need to accomplish. Great. Well, thanks for the, the scoop, Teresa, and thanks for, for joining us. Thank you. And that's HME News in 10.